for those of you that have seen The Outsiders, you appreciate this quote. Got to do it for Johnny, man. Welcome back to Leading the Pack Pod, episode number 22, I think it is. This is the Cole Caulfield episode. I'm kidding. This is the Zach Bogosian episode. We don't talk about the Habs anymore. Well, we have to. But, ow. Uh, playoff hockey. It's arrived. And, well, it's arrived for the Canadian teams. It's a, it, it arrived last week. But Thursdays when it arrived, for, or sorry, Wednesdays when it arrived for the Canadian teams. Yeah. Anyways, it's been. Ow. I'm gonna be a little bit in pain. I hurt myself working out. That's that. What am I trying to say? It's been a doozy so far. Like, this has been. Playoffs are usually crazy. It started off hot for some teams, and we will get to that in a second because it needs to be discussed. And I'm not going to be saying any names, but it needs to be discussed. Actually, I feel like I should get this out of the way now because it was the first thing that happened, and it is the most egregious thing that happened, and I would rather just get it over with and not talk about it anymore. So I got the Johnny Tavares jersey up. Because if you do know what happened, if you do know what happened, or if you saw what happened, I wouldn't recommend watching the video if you haven't watched it already. But if you're watching this podcast, you probably already have. Game one of the Maple Leafs Hab series, Ben Sherratt goes and hits John Tavares. Now, I will describe. Okay, let me just describe the scene. Johnny Tavares gets hit. John Tavares gets hit by Ben Sherrod. He's in a vulnerable position. Corey Perry skating right in. Doesn't see John Tavares. And he knees him in the head by accident. I will say it was by accident. If you saw already, you don't need me to describe it. You already still have that image in your head. Now, we can talk about whether Corey Perry was at fault or not. In my opinion... That's a, that is a split-second reaction that almost nobody has that reaction time to get out of the way for that. Uh, wow, I'm getting hot. Corey Perry need him in the head. Now, this, is what, this, isn't a mili- this wasn't a malicious act. Remember, Corey Perry played with John Tavares on the Olympic teams on, on Team Canada. This isn't something that Corey Perry meant to do. But it's still... ah, This isn't a fun situation. I don't know how else to describe it. As it's just not a fun situation. Close. We can talk about who's at fault. In my opinion, I think... So, after that, a fight happens. Uh, the, like, John Tavares is knocked out. He, whatever. You know the situation. This happened almost a week ago now. Yeah. But, one thing I think that should be discussed. And I don't want to discuss this, the fight or whatever. Because, in my opinion, I knew the fight was going to happen no matter what. I just think it was the wrong person that fought. I feel like it should have been Ben Sherratt. 
who should have gotten who should have gotten that, but at the same time, it was Corey Perry who injured the captain. He had to answer the call. Whatever. That's hockey. Hockey. Hockey culture. You can feel however you want about the culture. It is what it is. That's how it is. That's what went down. You can't change what happened. Oh, that's right. I had my phone. I had my laptop outside for a fire, and it smells like fire in here, and it's distracting me. Like, <coughs> I hate it. Whatever. We'll get. We'll push through it. Playoff hockey. You gotta push through the injuries and whatever. What was I talking about now? John Tavares. I don't want to talk about the situation that happened. What I'd rather talk about is the media that was egregious. They were disgusting after what happened with the injury. If you haven't seen the headlines, I am not going to say who it is. I will say that one of them was a Canadian newspaper and the other two were Montreal newspapers. Both of those newspapers need to give them themselves their their give their head a shake, especially the Toronto one, who is talking about their captain like that. Now, this Toronto newspaper has had uh, instances in the past where one of the reporters has done pretty much unethical things, reporting on things that shouldn't have been reported on yet until the team reported it, and players showing. This dislike to this reporter. So that doesn't surprise me. And it's kind of disgusting that a Toronto newspaper would do that, let alone a Toronto a, a newspaper in general. Then you have the two Montreal newspapers. One of them showing the John Tavares, the, the instance where Tavares got the knee to the head. If you are, if you supported that, if you bought the headlines, if you read the headlines, if you opened it, if you were completely fine with what they posted, I'm not somebody that likes to get offended or likes to get offended. I'm not somebody that gets offended by a lot of things. But the fact that they did that when a lot of us and the and the headlines that were connected to the photos on the front page, not just in a random spot of the newspaper, not just in the sports section. This was on the front page. If you're posting this stuff, that's disgusting. If you supported that, like it just disgusts me. I don't let it, like I don't understand what the point of it is. You had the chance. You have one of the most beautiful game-winning goals Paul, that Paul Byron scored. There, if you haven't seen the image of the Paul Byron goal, then you take a look at the image of the Paul Byron goal and try to figure out why they posted the picture of John Tavares on the stretcher getting need in the head or... About to, or about to, no, sorry, not even on the stretcher. It was John Tavares when he collapsed that the Toronto one posted. And then one of the Montreal one posted the one of Corey Perry kneeing him in the head. And the headline was, I think it was Fini Dramatique. It had something, I think it was, in English, it was dramatic finish, if I'm not mistaken. It's just disgusting. It's disgusting. And you know what? I'm happy that the Leafs pulled through. 
Game three, game two, they won. They won last night in game. Oh, sorry, well Monday they uh, they won game three. They're playing again tonight on Tuesday. This is an interesting series. That hit just made it even more interesting. But I I want to talk about how that hit is gonna affect the team. I'm sorry if this is a very boring start. It's just a talking about that John Tavares thing. You know what? Before I get to that. I want to talk about, like, real quick, how that made me feel. Now, I was at a friend's house watching the game. And we were all, whatever. We, I didn't realize what happened. But right away, my buddy, my he caught the, the knee to the head right away. And I'm trying to figure out what happened. He saw it with the corner of his eye, and he understands. Now, he's also, he's... I, He's in school for kinesiology. He understands a lot of this stuff. He has a better understanding for what happens. As soon as he saw the hit, he started diagnosing it right away. And it scared the ever-living shit out of me. Because he's get, using big words that I don't understand. Like an orbital fracture is something I don't understand. I have a medical dictionary over there. You know what? Hold on. Let me get the medical dictionary real quick. And try and figure out what the orbital... Oh, boy. Oh. Let me try and... So this is a medical dictionary, 24th edition. Ah. Let's try and figure out the word orbital, because I don't know what an orbital fracture is. What is this, P? Okay. Okay, this is... If you, In case you're, as usual, not watching this, LMNOP, okay. If you're not watching the YouTube version of this, right ahead because we're like i just broke out the medical dictionary and i'm looking up orbital fractures where's oh oh where is or now owens lines ovum nope that's a big word that i'm not even going to try to pronounce orbital 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 oh okay we're close Okay, come on. Should be here. Orange. Why is it the why is orange in a medical dictionary? Orb or belly. Orbiculus. Orbit. The bony cavity that contains the eyeball. Oh. Orbital. Pertaining to the orbit. So that's the bony cavity that contains the that contains the eyeball. I think that's what he tried saying. So now that we got that out of the way, I kind of understand what an orbital fracture is. Uh, he didn't get any of that. There was no injuries to the neck or the head. He had a concussion. He has a concussion. Some reason, somehow, after all of that, after getting a knee to the head, after falling and not being able to protect himself, he's out with a knee injury. The concussion, there's no timeline for that because you can't just diagnose a timeline for a concussion. Knee injury, he's out for two weeks. That guy's head snapped back so fast. His there was this is I'm there was blood gushing out of his eye, and I'm sorry if you're squeamish or not gushing but dripping. I'm sorry if you're squeamish, but like at the end of the day, this is something that needs to be talked about. I'm not going to be going easy with this stuff. He's out for two weeks because of a knee injury. Concussion, there's no timeline. John Tavares is so lucky because that day, 
when that night that it happened and my buddy started diagnosing everything that happened or diagnosing what what happened to him i was scared so much i don't know john tavares on a personal level don't know him at all excuse me but when you're on the leafs if you're on the leafs i basically love you like you i will support you and see and if you're the captain of the leafs there's a different level to that if you're a star in the leafs there's a different level to that if you're the captain of this team huge step up for that and it's not even just that like thinking of his wife watching that the kids well even though he well he his kids don't understand that he has a newborn and i think a three-year-old now his kids don't understand that but just thinking of what the wife must have been his wife must have been going through and you know what shout out to the medical staff shout out to cal dubis for for showing such care for this captain Sheldon Keith talking about everything and showing that the care and the Leafs in general, just a huge shout out to them for what they did. Their medical staff did such a good job. The Leafs have done such a good job comforting him, whatever. Jason Spezza needs to be a Leaf for life because if you don't know what happened, Jason Spezza was by his side to calm John Tavares down. If John Tavares isn't calm, that's a bad situation because John Tavares is the most calm person there is. And the fact that Jason Spezza was there to calm him down, just kudos to him. I hope he deserves a statue on Legends Row, like, tomorrow. No, sorry, yesterday. It's just a shitty situation that happened with John Tavares. He, you know, it's sounding like with the knee injury, he won't be back for halfway through the second round. Who knows with the concussion, it can be a really bad concussion. They're not talking about that. But I'm just glad that he's fine, that... That everything's all right with him. We're just hope. I'm just hoping that we get to see him again in the playoffs for the Leafs. If they do the thing, I hope that he's the one that. I hope we get to see him receive the thing. Johnny T. I just I that situation just scared me so much, and I didn't show it at the time. But just looking back at it, I guess it, it's just squeamish to look at. But the Leafs have been playing well. Thank God. Without John Tavares, losing your captain like that, it's huge. It can either destroy you or make you better. And this team did not let, let that destroy them. John Tavares is out with an injury. All right. They when they went down in game one. And, you know, there's, you could talk about all different things. The power play, the penalty kill. That can all basically be, you know... Source back to the injury. You lose, you lose your captain like that, and you have to play a game like that. You're not going to be in that headspace. Whatever. There's no excuses for that. They lost that game. Game two on Saturday. Game two on Saturday was one of the most dominant games that they ha- I have seen them play. That was an incredible game. They won five one four one. If you don't want to count the empty netter, it was an incredible game. Game three comes along Monday night. Started off kind of boring. I don't know if it was just because of me. I was. I don't know if it was because of what happened that day. Because I was just out of it until like. I don't know. The second period I want to say. When they started picking it up. That. That team also looked like it was a good team. 
They played a good game. They played a very sturdy defensive game. Justin Hall blocking a shot in the last five seconds on Cole Caulfield, like diving in front of the shot with the in the last five seconds to stop Cole Caulfield from potentially scoring a buzzer beater. That guy's a warrior. That is the kind of stuff that you need in a game. That's the kind of stuff that you need in the playoffs. And they're showing that this team is different. Game three is tonight with the back-to-back. There's no question. There's like no answer to who the starter is. It's going to be a wonder till the game happens. Be honest with you, I think Price is going to be back in net for the Habs. This isn't a back-to-back situation like how it is in the regular season. Or oh, we can drop these points. Whatever you lose this game, that can swing a series. This isn't a back-to-back where you take it to over. You just hope to take it to overtime. They score. Okay, you got three out of a possible four points in this back-to-back. No, no, no. You need to win this back-to-back. You don't want the Habs tying this series. I don't care if it's at home. If you can beat them at home, if you can take this game at home or away, away from the Habs, going back to Toronto, this shouldn't be. There shouldn't be a question going into game five if they win tonight now do i think it could happen i don't know because we've seen other things happen in the in the end i've been wrong with a lot of these series so far like very very wrong but i still have faith in my boys i still have faith in this team this is the most this is the most optimistic i've been for this team in years like we're talking about this is I I haven't been this optimistic. I, the last time I was this optimistic or enjoyed a playoff this much was the Capital Series. Those two Boston series, as much as I love it when they play Boston and I want them to beat Boston, I couldn't enjoy it because of everything that was going on with this team. Kadri getting suspended, which he got suspended again. This that Tyson Berry for Codger trade, it's looking like the Leafs won it because of Alex Shurfoot. Which who played a fantastic game last night. He played really well going into that 2C spot because Nick Felino was out right before the game. Alex Kerfoot coming in, filling in that 2C role. Love you know what? He played a fantastic game. Big ups to him for that. For going filling in not only John Tavares' role, but he had to fill in Nick Felino's role last minute because Nick Felino was out with an injury. He should be playing tonight. I hope I think he might be playing tonight. Who knows? He played a great game. What? Kadri suspended again. Eight games this time, so that's fun. But comparing it to the Boston series or the previous playoff series, I always forget that, and I forget that they played Columbus last year. That Columbus series was horrific. They missed the playoffs, in my opinion, because of that series. I don't know if it counts as a playoff series it's a play-in i don't know if it counts as making the playoffs but whatever it is to me that series was horrific they didn't make the playoffs last year the year before boston boston then washington this team i've been i haven't been I've, i haven't had this much fun with the playoff series as when they played washington when they won when they were playing washington and they took that 2-1 series lead I was having so much fun watching this team again. And that was one of the peak moments for me. This year, 
is topping that. This is so far my favorite playoff series. Like to watch from this team. But I just, you know, I hope it doesn't end like the, the Washington series or the Boston series. But whichever one, I just hope it doesn't end those way. End that way. But like I said, I've been wrong about a lot of the playoff rounds or a lot of these series. And why don't we discuss that? So the first one I was very much wrong about was Washington and Boston. Washington, Washington wins game one. And then they didn't win another one after that. And they got beat. They got, it was a gentleman sweep for the Boston Bruins. Washington takes game one and then wash and then Boston just sweeps the rest of the games. Good night. See you, I'll see you Washington. A lot of question marks with Washington there. Whatever is Ovi going to be coming back. He just came out. I think it was today saying that he's going to be, that he wants to retire with this team. Boston's on to the second round. That's bracket buster. Number one. Next up, the team we got we had a sweep, the first sweep or sorry two sweeps. The first sweep was uh, Colorado and St. Louis. Colorado sweeps them in four. I said it was gonna be five, you know, just to give St. Louis the benefit of the doubt. They're still St. Louis. They have good players, but those players just didn't play too good, and they lost uh, four straight. So I ca- I got I got one right. I got one right. Uh, but then Winnipeg sweeps Edmonton last night, which I gotta take down that jersey, I think, because that might give me that might just you know give off some bad aura. Wash uh, Winnipeg sweeps uh, Edmonton, and that's back at Buster number two. I said that I was gonna be Edmonton. I think I said it was in six or seven games. Pretty sure I said six. I said Edmonton in six. Uh, it was Winnipeg in four, and that's good night. It's a good night, Jim Kite moment. So far, two bracket busters. Uh, Minnesota didn't lose last night, so that one's still alive. I said, I think I said that wasn't giving me a seven, but they're down three to two. They were down three to one before last night. Kind of hoping they still beat Vegas. Whatever. But I also think, or whatever, in terms of my bracket, but also I kind of hope Vegas and Colorado beat up on each other. Uh, what else is that? What are the other series looking like? Uh, Pittsburgh is down three to two to New- to the New York Islanders, who the New York Islanders are one of the worst playoff teams I've ever seen, and they're still winning games, so good for them. But that's not over. I think I said Pittsburgh in six there, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, that's fun. So far, not looking good there. What else is there? Uh, Nashville and Carolina. I said that that was gonna be a sweep. That series is tied two two. And I think Nashville's playing today in Carolina. So we see what happens there. But yeah, that series, very much wrong about there. Uh, uh, Tampa and Florida. I think I said that was going to be in seven or six. Tampa in seven or six. Tampa's up uh, three to two right now. So it can be in six games. So yeah, but Florida won their last game with Spencer Knight in that. He looked really good. So, so far, still looking good there. Uh, oh, I said the Leafs in five. So, that still can happen. And then the Winnipeg Edmonton one, I'm very much wrong about. So, yeah. If you think that you'll ever get 100% correct on your brackets, no. No, you're not. You're not getting 100% correct. Let's be real. These playoffs are so incredibly difficult to 
get a grasp of or to try and predict, it anybody has a chance at winning. That's just how these uh, these playoffs work. Yeah. I think that's going to be all for this week. No, sorry. That's not going to be all for this week. One thing I want to talk about, and we've seen a, a recent string of injuries happening in sports. Yeah, John Tavares taking a knee. Like, some bad injuries with John Tavares taking the knee to the face. Kevin Pollard took a 98-mile-per-hour fastball to the foch. He's doing well. Looks like he got into a bar fight. And then the most horrific one, LeBron James getting poked in the eye and then LeBron James falling. I didn't. I don't like talking about basketball for a reason. And that's the same reason I don't like talking about soccer. There's way too much theatrics. I can't stand it. I I enjoy watching the Raptors play, but LeBron James, I respect the guy as an athlete. I think he's a good he's a great player. Not I don't think he's one of the best, but that what happened in game 1 against the Suns, I I don't get it. A scrum breaks out because LeBron James falls over CP3. Oh, he smashes Thunder on the ground. Oh. I just can't stand it. It's the same reason why I can't stand watching Ronaldo, even though he plays for my uh, he plays for the team that I cheer for, and I think I just saw something saying that he wants to leave. So thank God, but it's the same reason why I don't like Ronaldo on the team that I cheer for. You're how tall is LeBron? Hey Google. How tall is LeBron James in feet? Thanks. Hey Google. How tall is LeBron James in feet? Six feet nine inches. He's six foot nine. Hey Google. How much does LeBron James weigh in pounds? Two hundred fifty pounds. This guy is bigger. I weigh more than him, whatever. But this guy is 6'9", 250. Ronaldo is like 6'3", 180, whatever. You guys are the biggest guys that I have. Like LeBron James is huge. He is a defensive end. He could be a tight end, whatever. That's a defensive end if you ask me. And you're falling like that. Steph Curry pokes you in the eye and you're on the ground for what, 80 seconds? Meanwhile, John Tavares was on the ground for less. Well, no, that's a lie. No, sorry. No, Kevin Pilar was on the ground for less. John Tavares was knocked out, and you still managed to be, if I'm not mistaken, on the ground longer than he was. Just, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I can't stand the theatrics. There needs to be something done. Theatrics in sports piss me off. That's why I can't watch soccer. That's why I can't watch basketball. That's why I get mad whenever I see it happen in, in, in hockey. Especially in hockey, for some reason, if a player goes down with embellishment, like embellishes, for some reason, they give the other guy the penalty for no reason. So like, say Josh Anderson next game, because he like, he's sort of an ass. Say Josh Anderson falls in front of, I don't know, Zach Bogosian. And they call a tripping call. But they see that Josh Anderson dove. 
For some reason, Zach Bogosian still gets a tripping call. So there needs to be something done with embellishing in sports. If you ask me, get off the field, get off the, into the box, whatever. That's a, a foul. I don't care what it is. Stop with the embellishing, especially if you're LeBron James. I don't like that. That's why I think, even though I never got to watch Jordan, and this is one reason. I don't know. I don't got a lot of reasons as to why, but Jordan over LeBron. I don't give a shit. I can't stand seeing that stuff that LeBron James pulls. I get it. You're in. You're doing Hollywood now. You're in LA. You're doing movies. Fantastic. Stop with the diving. I can't stand it. Your eye is fine. You're not going to look like Nick Fury. Your shoulder's fine. You're not going to have to get a metal arm like your fucking Bucky Barnes. Stop with the diving. I can't stand it when LeBron James does that. 6'9", 250, and he's pulling stuff like that. Get out of here. It ruins, it drops the amount of respect that fans will have for you. There's a reason why fans don't like stuff like that. Because it ruins your reputation. That's all it is. Anyways. I'm done with my ranting about diving. Stop with the diving. If you want to dive, join the Olympics, whatever. Join a swim team. I don't care. Just stop with the diving in the sports that we watch. That's all for this week. Hopefully next week I can... I don't have to... If, you, if you're watching the YouTube, watch the YouTube to see my stupid little limp. Walking around like I'm a freaking penguin. That's all for this week. I'll see y'all next week when hopefully we're in round two. Of the NHL playoffs. I don't care about the NBA playoffs. Because there's no Raptors. And also LeBron James is diving. Uh, do it for Johnny. Everybody's doing the hashtag. Win it for Johnny. Or win it for JT. We got to do it for Johnny man. And if you watched The Outsiders. Or I, th- I think it was. I don't can't remember if it was in the book. I didn't read the book. But if you watched The Outsiders. You'll understand. Win it for Johnny man.